0: Greetings. This is Jedi Master Obi Wan Kenobi. I'm about to have a conversation. I, Master Plo, have you heard of this conversation? Yes, Kotoya, Obi Wan. You're listening to Star Wars Conversations here,
1: indeed. Welcome the Conversations, I'm Charles. And I'm Pat, and this is... Episode 28.
0: The son of rebels and royalty turned his back on his family and their cause. He rose through the ranks of the First Order, then betrayed Snoke and became supreme leader. The seeds of light had already been sown and are about to flourish.
1: Nice.
0: Spoiler alert from the craw, um... He killed Snoke, which... Yeah. If you didn't know that, you should probably watch The Last Jedi.
1: <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's kind of where we left off. You know, the major turning point, uh, or at least one of them, at least, within The Last Jedi, of course, is just like you said, the uh, the uh, deception of what Snoke was feeling uh, through Ben, well, through Kyle at the time, and the ultimate uh, killing of Snoke, and the uh, resulting ascendancy to uh, Supreme Leader Kylo Ren and how that sort of solidified his, uh, his transformation uh, in that portion of the film in The Last Jedi.
0: Yeah, he, I think, along with the killing of his master and the bond he had been forming with Rey and also his familial ties. At the time, his mother was still alive. And he had a great deal of apprehension mm. with killing his father, and I think all of those things together were kind of helping gravitate him back towards the light.
1: Mm.
0: Sorry. And I think yeah, you know, from from reading the the. Kylo Ren, Rise to Kylo Ren comic, and seeing the first film, it's uh, the Force Awakens. That is, it. It feels like he thinks that's his only option, right? Especially after killing Han, like I guess chips are all in, and you know this. I this is I have no choice at this point, right? right. Which you know. He's he he's got this bond with Rey and wants her to join him, but he feels that the only way for them to join is for her to come to his side. Correct. Because he's
1: irredeemable at that point. Mm-hmm. And he's his also mind. and he's also making that final power play, right? Where the it, you know for the major, or let's say the major arc of his character being the dark side, and maybe the minor being the light side, or like those the pull to the light. Yes.
0: Yeah, he's definitely more dark than light when we see him. Because, like we talked about last episode, with the first appearance, he's, you know, cutting people down, um, just being a bad guy. Yeah. We don't get to see him go from good to bad when he's first introduced. So our first impression is he's bad, and he does have... Some small hints that there is there is a conflict, internal conflict, but he's a bad guy. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, and that's, that's, that's how he's portrayed on screen and that's how he is in his mind.
1: Yes. And that drives his actions uh, from The Force Awakens into The uh, Last Jedi. And as he sort of steamrolls towards what he thinks his ultimate goal is of being... Uh, a supreme baddie, but also like the supreme leader. That's where Snoke stands in his way. And even though he may have that uh, light side pull and his, uh, not tendency, but I would say at least a uh, tendrils of uh, pull towards the light, um, those are overpowered obviously by the dark. And that's why he wants to bring Ray along with him because he figures, okay, at that point, Snoke is gone. We can do this together. Right, right. And Snoke was like,
0: a jerk to him.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, not totally.
0: So it's not. Not only is this guy standing in my way and like he's got my job that I want, but um, he was like totally verbally abusive. Yeah. So <laughs> I get the whole like you're gonna kill him and you're gonna slice him in half bit. Yeah. Like I get it.
1: Yes. Because I would assume <laughs> I would assume that the first order HR department is probably not like on top of that type of stuff. Now it doesn't matter because he's in charge. So <laughs> exactly, he is HR. <laughs> um, we're allowed to do this stuff now. I've decreed it, and always. <laughs> 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 oh but, man! But the, the you know the if we look at the way that the you know the rise of Skywalker played out with the dyad and that strengthening bond between them that we saw in evidence in The Last Jedi. And mm-hmm. while it may not have been called a dyad uh, explicitly, the that bond certainly was there. And through the Force face time, as we talked about in the for, in, in the in Part 1, um, only gets stronger in The Last Jedi. And it culminates in that, I guess, understanding when, you know, as soon as he does uh, slice Snoke in half, they have this sort of mutual understanding that we're sort of in this together. Uh, yeah. however, you know, uh, Ben, well, sorry, Kylo is, is taking from the approach of we can, you know, lead the, we can rule the galaxy together, which of course is a very, mm-hmm. you know, similar line that he, uh, that his grandfather delivered to Luke. But, mm-hmm. um, from Ray's perspective, he's, you know, she's trying to pull him to the light because she sees or senses right. that light into him. So that, um, force dyad or that balance of the force, the, the yin and the yang of what they're going through, that push and pull, um, certainly sets up the ultimate uh, turn in The Rise of Skywalker. But interestingly enough, if you look at the way um, he was able to manipulate Snoke beyond from what he could see, uh, it's fascinating when you then put that frame within the fact that ultimately Snoke was being controlled by Palpatine.
0: Right. And um and the, the interesting dynamic in The Last Jedi when you've got Ray who's the enemy and who's who's likely to be killed anyway. And then you've got Kylo who's supposed to be on their side. Um just um slicing down Snoke, then it's like, okay, well now we're both on the, um, on the Praetorian guards poodoo list. And (laughs) so now we've got to, we have no choice but to team up to get out of this. Mm. And they both use that as an opportunity to say that, you know, we're we're better when we're working together. Mm. And of course hers is from a, you know, we're better together, come back to your family, to your cause, and to the light. And he's trying to use that to pull her the opposite way. Yeah, yeah. And- using that same same scenario and that same
1: concept of, you know, being stronger together. Hmm. And do you think that after he does slay um, Snoke, and then Ray obviously leaves the throne room. And when um, Kylo comes uh, to from uh, the explosion of the lightsaber and um, Hux is there, do you think do you, <laughs> long live the supreme leader? Um, do you? Oh gosh, do you, he's like, I want to shoot you. Yes. I hate you. <laughs> that hesitation is It's he's like that
0: guy at work that you're just like, <laughs> now's my chance the cameras aren't on, and no one's looking, and I could just... Oh, hey, how you doing?
1: How you doing? Like, uh, Did you glad that yeah. you Yeah. Know, have a good day. Yeah. Did you try the donuts in the break room?
0: That's cute. You guys get donuts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but do you think after, you know, he woke up from, you know, like I said, the explosion from the lightsabers, do you think that he was further down the path of darkness or taking his first steps of realizing how far he'd gone and beginning his journey to the light. Because what I see at that point is, you know, almost his darkest point. Because at this point, he didn't know that it was Palpatine, the ultimate, uh, the ultimate baddie. So right. he had, from this point, become Supreme Leader uh, Kylo Ren. He was the pinnacle. And now he may have attained that pinnacle. And so as maybe as fulfilling or not as fulfilling as that role may have been, that's maybe, you know, that path downwards, the other side of that peak could have begun at that very moment uh, before, of course, we found out that the, you know, the transmission and, uh, you know, Palpatine is, uh, is back again. And yet he has another peak to, to climb.
0: I think that it's, I think it's both. Okay. I think the seeds have been replanted uh, from from the light. Uh, he just doesn't know it yet. Mm. And so he's, you know, he's all in on this dark side stuff uh, as far as he's concerned. But that pool is getting stronger to the light. And, um, you know, it, it obviously becomes an eventuality where in the, the Rise of Skywalker, he goes looking for answers about the transmission, like you said, mm. and um, is is trying to defeat, as far as he's concerned, Snoke 2.0. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he, had, he had Snoke here telling him what to do and trying to control him and all this, and he's like, all right, cool, whatever, um, I've had enough of this, zoink. <laughs> and then and then it was like ah fooled you I'm I was behind him and I'm behind you haha ha. so he's like no you got to go too yeah and I'm strong enough now and I'm confident enough now to to do it yeah um so he's 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 on a bit of a vengeance kick as well like look I'm getting rid of all of you and I'm the boss
1: and <laughs> not the undercover boss but the real boss <laughs> no it's not Matt, um, right. and you know, for <laughs> the, the uh, hey, call Boomer. hey, Boomer, <laughs> it's so good,
0: it's the, such a ridiculous
1: thing. Yeah, the uh, not indignant, but the the belittling, belittling, I guess, uh, defeat that he had at the hands of uh, force projection Luke, uh, yes, at the end of The Last Jedi. Where mm-hmm. um, he was fully um, deceived, and you know, yeah. and not dissimilarly, and very effective, yeah, and, and not dissimilarly, uh, dissimilarly, from the way that Snoke was deceived with um, his own uh, deception, with the you know what he was feeling, and you know, ultimately that you know uh, he was uh, playing Snoke to uh, to kill him. Luke um, fully pulled the wool over his eyes and. Uh, Bought the rebels the time that they needed to exit the uh, the the base to get out and, and obviously and yeah. make their escape. Sure, that I see as whereas uh, you know the, the Snoke killing, like I agree with you. I think it, it was like the a, a two parter in the sense that he could have used that as a catalyst for his transformation to light. I would see that the uh, his uncle. Also, you know, ultimately, doing the final word in his embarrassment would have stoked that engine to keep that rage going, as we saw in the first scenes in right. um, uh, yes. *The Rise of Skywalker*. Right. So, yeah, like, he's facing
0: to, yeah.
1: Yeah. So now you've got this, um, this Emperor Palpatine who's risen from the dead and yeah. is now proclaiming his supreme leadership over the entire galaxy. Kylo taking yeah. that negative energy uh, and steamrolling through and to find out where he is, fueling
0: his hatred. Yeah, and trying to just um, you know uh, trying to use that for power for the for the for the rage that he's going to need to defeat the supreme
1: bad guy in all of Star Wars. Right, right. Right, and when he was gonna need, you know, like the ultimate, you know, he was gonna need every ounce of that focus and every ounce of that uh, energy to make that happen. If you yet again, here we go. I gotta, I gotta take out another one on top of me. You know, like, uh, right, you know, know, getting long in the tooth.
0: (laughs) How many bosses do I have to get rid of here? Oh man,
1: (laughs) again, again,
0: this is getting ridiculous.
1: So the of course Hux was with them on uh create when um yes the attack with uh you know on the uh, rebel base and of course with uh Luke Skywalker and you know do you think we got him um line where uh, yes. you know you kept saying more and more and obviously it you know I didn't They um, was not taking any chances. Right, right. Uh, you know, absolutely. And even in the novelization to what I remember of the the last Jedi novelization they didn't address the uh, sort of the epilogue of what Hux thought of that entire encounter. Like, what the heck happened with Rick, where did Luke go? You know, he was witnessing the lightsaber battle from the mm-hmm. uh, from the eighty uh, eighties or at least I think that's what they call it, yeah. But from the uh, you know from the uh, uh, the armored the transports walk- there. Yeah, the from walkers. The, yeah. Well, he was in the uh, he was in the shuttle. The shuttle, right? Yes. So he witnessed that, but from what I recall, like I said, and I'm not sure about comic books, they they never addressed what he thought of that final battle between him and Luke. And whatever thoughts that he may have had uh, in passing or not, how did that affect then Kylo Ren, as like a, from a leadership standpoint, after, you know, like this sort of questioning of when he, you know, when he did wake up from this, from uh, Snoke's death immediately. Uh, affirming his leadership, like that could have been a ding in his armor. I mean, Kylo Ren's armor that again, even more so fueled his, uh, his rage to continue down that path to, you know, just eradicate anybody above him or anybody who was a perceived threat to him.
0: Anyone in his way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And, and the
0: other issue is, you know, just like with, with Ren, um, you mistreat people that work for you. They're, Gonna not want to work for you, yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. So you know, the other part of of Hux's character with the um, rise of Skywalker, when it turns out that he's the spoiler alert spy in the first order. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's it was it was it surprising, yes. But then knowing that he was the spy is like, yeah, I could see that. And his reason for it was like totally valid. Right. Because Kylo Ren was a jerk to him. Yeah. And he even <laughs> Like forever. <laughs> yes. Like in, in, in Force Awakens, they were like he wasn't powerful enough to, you know, to do anything about Hux other than like give him glares through his helmet. Right, right. Uh, and, uh, and then, you know, when he's the supreme leader then, after killing Snoke, you know, he throws him against the wall of the command shuttle and the whole bit. Like, he just, he, he, he's a jerk to him. And yes. so you're only going to take so much of that before you're like, you know what? I don't care who wins
1: as long as you lose. Yeah. Because I hate you. And that's exactly <laughs> the line he delivers. That's perfectly said because, you know, even like with the, the the spite that he says it to, he's like, I don't care. if I don't want you to win. I just want Kylo Ren to lose. And that's all it was yeah. for him. And mm-hmm. if you've got your, you know, one of your most direct subordinates having that opinion, uh, that's pretty bad yeah. because they're going to undermine you at every step. Obviously, because yeah. he was a spy. And
0: then when you see dissension in those high ranks, it's like, oh, well, the whole thing's going to come tumbling down.
1: Right. Uh, yeah. 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 And you know, uh, unfortunately for you know for for Hux, you know, Armitage, that is, he was no Brendel. He was his father was sort of the architect of everything that they were, you know, they were part of at this point. So he didn't have, mm. you know, he had the the familial weight. Sort of given to him and yeah. passed down, but he was certainly not as uh, he didn't have he didn't command that respect that um, that no. uh, that his father did. So bringing it back to Kylo, in that transition between the last Jedi and the rise of Skywalker, from whatever perspective that Hux may have had, um, there was obviously a shift in the mindset of well, Palpatine because there's no other one higher than kylo that where um uh pride uh, uh general pride uh, the, the yes. regent regent pride or whatever i can't that uh, region general so he's basically higher than hux uh, he's a he's a superior to hux but still subordinate to kylo ren but obviously there's yes. a change in that leadership where whether it was driven by kylo or not i'm not sure uh, it's never really addressed anywhere but that is a very that that wedge—not wedge Antilles, but wedge between um, mm. Hux and Kylo—could uh, have pushed um, Hux over the edge. Like, you know what? Screw this. I've been yeah. passed uh, passed yeah. up for uh, a promotion. Anyway, we go. So there, you know, if you know Kylo's arrogance at that point, or drive and and anger and uh, push for that ultimate peak of uh, supreme leadership, uh, ultimately. Mm-hmm. Hux paid the price uh, by um, becoming the spy, and then obviously dying at the hands of uh, at the hands of Pride.
0: Yes, hmm. yes, that was um, that was unexpected as well.
1: Yeah, extremely unexpected. I mean, unexpected.
0: The, I mean the, the, you know that no good's going to come of him being a turncoat. No. However, right, the, uh, the expediency was unmatched. Yes. <laughs> And He's the, like, dis- oh, I think I found the spy. Pew, <laughs> pew. <laughs> That's it. Boom. That's you're done. <laughs>
1: That's he got, all. He, got uh, he would have ranked pretty high on like the uh, first order shot put uh, with the distance that he flew there after that uh, that blaster. That was uh, yes. that was impressive. Yeah, yes. <laughs> maybe he
0: could join the Star Wars Olympics team. There you go. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
1: the first order. More info. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, so, um, so yeah, so but uh, you know. I, I really do characterize the the ascendancy of the final sort of peak that he is achieving or trying to achieve with now um, Palpatine, in that those first scenes of the Rise of Skywalker when he's on Mustafar and he's absolutely obliterating. Um, oh man! The um, yeah, yeah, the the inhabitants. I can't think of their name there, but uh, they're the uh, those those people there and he's he, just yeah he's just running through them and his oh, face and just
0: mowing them down
1: yeah absolutely with without you know without a care just like it's extremely no, efficient like
0: he's he needs to get from point a to point b yeah these people are in his way they won't be for long <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so
1: that's to get to that, that wayfinder it. of course yeah yeah exactly and uh, so, that really does um, characterize it i think yeah for sure
0: so you know, then he gets to the wayfinder, and he finds his way to um, <laughs> to where Palpatine is, and um, you know, Palpatine. I, at this point, Palpatine knows about the dyad, okay, and he knows that they are stronger together, mm. and he knows that she is um, uh, beneficial to right. to the whole um the whole plan
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. okay so if his original intention was to pass himself on to yeah again it's 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 like going back to not to turn this into you know palpatine hour, but um <laughs> going back to when you've got Dooku and Anakin, okay. And he's testing. Well, he's testing Duku, Obi Wan, and Anakin. And um, you know, he's he's got Duku on trial. Mm. You know, I want the best apprentice right, right. that I can have.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Duku failed, so Duku died.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so then he's like, okay, well, he was bested by Anakin. Anakin, you know, is, has passed that test of, um, of strength and, um, superiority. Now I just need to complete the turn that I've been working on for the last, you know, 12 years. Um, Yeah, yeah. So, well, actually, you know, 20 some years because of the, uh, the creation of Anakin. But, um, so... Again, the same thing's happening where if, if his int- original intention was to pass on his, you know, all of the Sith into Kylo, but, um, but then Rey was, was more powerful. Or if it was to pass on into Rey, uh, you know, assuming she would beat Kylo. Right. Um, I don't think it mattered to him. But uh, because his his body was not strong enough to even survive the life force of one of them. Right. So with the life force of both of them, he didn't need to pass on to anybody. So Mm. that's when it came to bring her to me. Um, You both have been lied to. And um, that, you know, is going to kind of turn you on each
1: other, hopefully. And then I can prey on both of you. Right. And restore myself to the one and only. Because he's selfish. Right. Right. Which he always has been. Right. So no one should be
0: surprised at how (laughs) selfish he is and how much he doesn't care about
1: anyone. Right. And, you know, that comes all the way, Ben, full circle to the rule of two, where after he uh, killed Plagueis, the... Um, he became his primary mission was for eternal life, however, that was going to happen. So, like you said, whether it was between uh, a young Anakin Skywalker or Dooku, or in this case, um, Kylo Ren or um, uh, Rey, however, whatever tool he needed to use to ultimately give him that goal um, was what he was going to do, and the uh, being the ultimate. Um, a uh, deception uh, player for whatever gain he was looking to get it didn't really matter who it was um, at the end of the day he just wanted he didn't want anybody else in that throne but himself
0: right and and i think with all of the resources that kylo had i'm sure he had knowledge of palpatine and what Palpatine had done and how he had manipulated literally everyone in the galaxy to <laughs> rise in power and create the Empire and all. Which to some degree is, is admirable from his standpoint, but also like you didn't let anybody stand in your way. Mm. So no, so that, what, what position does that put Kylo in? If no one's standing in your way, I'm going to get killed. Right. So it's either kill or be killed at that point.
1: Right, right.
0: So, you know, it's one of those things where as soon as he finds out Palpatine's behind all this whole mess, he's like, are you serious? That guy that manipulated literally everyone in the galaxy? He gotta go. Yeah,
1: yeah. the one I heard um, stories about, and that's about it.
0: Yeah. Mm. So, um, you know, it becomes a kill-or-be-killed type of situation where,
1: you know, he's
0: unable to really continue until... Palpatine is gone, because Palpatine's talking about you know coming back and doing the Final Order stuff and all this, and he's like, no, no, this is my order, yeah, and you got to go, yeah. So and the you- only way out of this is for for him to die. So Kylo's heading there to to do the deed and get him out of his hair, yeah, his long luxurious hair,
1: <laughs> you know almost no matter of ships, so this this first order fleet, um, as a ploy for uh for Palpatine uh, playing on his you know, uh Kylo's perceived um want for you know for power versus the ultimate power being even you know the only one there. Um yeah. you know, once that sort of plot that Palpatine gives to Kylo, whether it's part of you know uh, palpatine's yet again another sort of deception on his part to sort of play you know flush him out whether it's just a power play for kylo but -hmm. that's when kylo then rebuilds his mask and gets the Mm -hmm. uh gets it reassembled and so while uh palpatine may be thinking that he's playing the you know uh, kylo ultimately now direct one-on-one uh kylo assumes that uh obscurity of putting that mask back on to almost as like a metaphor for his own okay well no we two of us can play at this i played you once with snoke mm-hmm. let's see if i can play you again and that's obviously ultimate right. what, he, what he was trying to do even even though he hadn't turned to that point you know from the angle of well i'm going to be the ultimate evil ruler of the galaxy he was still um taking a position to uh, you know, you may think you have me, but I've got you.
0: Right. I, they, they both had an agenda that they were keeping from each other.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And, um, you know, then as everything comes to fruition with, um, with Kylo and Ray coming, um, coming to Palpatine, um, after she finds the other Wayfinder... Mm-hmm. And um, found her way (laughs) to to Palpatine. Um, Then then all the pieces were in play. Right. And they were all on the board where they were supposed to be according to Palpatine.
1: Right. But the one... Uh, But... Yeah. It didn't play out the way that he thought it would. No, because that Princess of Alderaan um, changed the plan, but no matter... And we'll get to that yes. after our break. And yes. we got some pretty big news, right, for our break. We do. We do have some news. Um,
0: we've got a new sponsor, Felicia Films. Yeah, our first uh, official sponsor. They, like, yeah. Yeah, they they have um, graciously agreed to a uh, long term contract with yeah. our show mm-hmm. to um, provide um, uh, advertisements. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: to, um, you know, to help us and to help them. Right. And, you know, actually, a lot of our current um, sponsors were actually clients of Volusia Films. So that's where that connection came from, you know, from, you know, our friends from Jornick Blasters. Oh. Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Some of those. Okay. Uh, yeah. So their production, um, their production house helped us along with those. Uh, well, helped them along giving us a hand with our sponsors as well. So it's it's really come full circle. So we're really excited about this Felucia film. So we're going to hear a uh, commercial from them, and we'll be right back. Yeah. So uh, do you need help reaching your customers with high-quality pop culture appreciating adverts? We're Das Enver and Lem Red Fast from Felucia Films. And with our resources and creativity, we'll have you yelling into your comlink show me the
0: credits show me the credits for example here's a piece that we've been working on uh for your future enjoyment yeah it's
1: it's quality stuff just give it a listen you know what the funniest thing about the midrim is what it's the little differences. I mean, they got the same poodoo out there that they got here. But it's just, it, it's just that there's a little different. Examples. All right. Well, you can walk into a hotel theater in Alderan and buy move milk. And I don't mean just no paper cup. I'm talking about a glass of move milk. And on Ithor, you can buy a blue milk at McDermott's. And you know what they call a, a, a quarter portion with cheese on Ithor? They don't call it a quarter portion with cheese? Nah, man. They got the imperial system. They wouldn't know what the flick a quarter portion is. What do they call it? They call it a rebel with cheese. Rebel with cheese? That's right. What do they call a Ronto wrap? Uh, a Ronto wrap's a Ronto wrap, but they call it Le Ronto wrap. Le Ronto wrap? <laughs> what do they call a Wampa Patty? I don't know, I didn't go into Bantha King, but you know what they put on Yub Nuggets and edu instead of ketchup? What? Mayonnaise! Yuck!
0: A Felucia Films Production
1: um, well, so, yeah, we're, we're back. We're back. I don't I'm not sure what that was. Yeah. But um
0: I how long was the contract with those guys?
1: Um I know we both signed it but did did you look I at it? I didn't a, read the fine print though. Yeah, we, we thought about getting a lawyer but we didn't have the money so
0: So we we're, so we're, we're incredibly happy yes. to um have our new sponsor.
1: Yes, and uh, and um, we'll just sort of hope that maybe not all the commercials are going to be that long because that was a bit longer than we anticipated. But uh, yeah, right. Felucia right. Films or
0: or puzzling.
1: Yeah. Uh, Hopefully, in the future, they're not as
0: uh, as um, as puzzling. Yes. Because I'm not sure what what their angle was, but
1: okay. <laughs> I mean, I recognize right. I recognize well, some of the lines, but uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah,
0: I mean, it, that's what what do you, but what do you? Selling, I don't. know. I, I don't I, get it.
1: No, maybe okay. but anyway, that's fine.
0: Uh, <laughs> I guess we're locked in, so yeah, hang on to your butts.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> welcome everybody. You're along for the you're along for the ride with us. But uh, yes, so, so so all right. Um, I guess
0: okay. Back to the show. <laughs> yes, all right. So, um, you know, obviously Kylo and. Ray are are fighting on the old Death Star. And. Um, Death,
1: Star. Death Star 2.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Death Star 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, then he's. As he's. These seeds have been planted for two films now. Um, we are seeing um, them sort of locked in this. Uh, Headstrong, you know. Come to my side. I'm not coming to yours. Battle, and um, then he needs a little bit of a push um, from from a couple people. Really, um, he already had his um, his push from um, from Luke,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? A um, little bit of a push from his father. And um, hadn't seen his mother yet. So um, it comes down to her uh, pleading with him one last time at the expense of of her own life to get him to smarten up and be good again, like he was, like he should be. (laughs) So, you know...
1: Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, like, so you've got Ray, uh, sorry, you've got Leia, calling to Ben through the Force on that battle, mm-hmm. and really, as, as, uh, Kylo had, uh, Ray on the on the ropes. I mean, she was done for. Yeah, she was exhausted. Oh yeah, she had been beaten she at was... that point. It, it was one more stroke away, from, uh, from death. And obviously, okay. Leia uh, felt that. And then, as soon as he turns back and then drops his saber. Ray takes it and strikes him through, right? And so, yeah. and then she immediately feels that the wrongness that yeah. what she had just done. And what have I done? <laughs> I killed them. <laughs> I know it's
0: wrong, but I—it's not the Jedi way.
1: <laughs> you don't understand? I, guess I killed them it. all. <laughs> So she felt that, obviously, that immense pain, uh, sort of regret, anger, all those different kinds of emotions on her face, and um, realized what she had done was taking almost, you know, a a converse uh, approach from what Kylo had done for his entire turn to the dark side. And while in the dark side, is that, like, taking advantage of every situation and not feeling that remorse? Well, she felt that remorse immediately. And as, um, you know, as he died, uh, or was dying, at least... Uh Ray did yep. heal him, brought him back to life, and um she took off. And mm-hmm. so you've got that point now, that very turning, as she was healing him, the scar left and he's turned from mm-hmm. Kylo into Ben. And that's yes. where the wrench was thrown into Palpatine's plans.
0: Yes. Yes. And the the little Han Solo vision, which was um Correct. Quite a, quite quite a good bit of um, I don't even want to call it fan service because it was um, serving of the plot correct where yep. you know yep. the last the last time they had met um, he was uh, malicious towards Han mm-hmm. uh, to say the very least <laughs> and um, to kind of see his, the good in him um, you know posthumously mend that relationship um kind of reconciled that good in Ben um from that bit of evil that he had done.
1: Right. Right. And then a beautiful scene, extremely touching. You know, I watched uh, Rise of Skywalker a few nights ago. Just as emotional, just as as uh, as perfect as it was in the uh in the theater. Well, of course, the first time we saw it uh, I was a blubbering idiot and I, I even missed the. Uh, the uh, I know. I know part and it was like, oh, hey, I think about it now. I didn't even get choked up, but it was masterfully played. And from yes. that point, like you had just alluded to a few minutes ago, is that you've now had Luke having his last influence. You had Leia and her last dying breath having her last say in the influence of his turn and now you've got his father pushing him that last bit to get back to the light and realizing what his true path was and you've got the original trio of characters that have meant so much to so many people for decades now passing that on uh into ben and it was just a fantastic end to their arcs it's just so touching and to and, and to him you know it's his parents
0: and his mentor right
1: very true you know, that's, very these, true these are the
0: people that uh, that
1: meant the most to him um you know growing up yeah and in so, the same in the same way that each of their characters has died in the saga so has kylo ren and that was it that was yes. that was the end for kylo ren and then mm-hmm. he uh manages to salvage a um a classic tie fighter and uh heads to um, Exegol, and that's where he meets up with uh, Ray who had obviously taken um, the x wing form from octo uh, and then and then actually in the novel edition there was a mention that uh, she did work on it uh, to sort of rebuild uh-huh. it to make it flight worthy yeah uh, as cause, opposed to because it was pretty yeah. degraded yeah and you know i even think they mentioned like you know getting the the door frame from uh <laughs> his hut from the to, hut yeah was the and placing thing. it back yeah, yeah. It was like, so there's a few there's a few seconds of uh of covering that within the nullization and that uh, you know wasn't uh-huh. just lickety split let's jump in it uh you know um uh, seaweed uh included just jump onto it and then head into the uh into space so right. um so speaking yeah speaking so, of which i i was reading the um the new
0: series of Star Wars comic from between Empire and Jedi. And um, there's like a, I guess, a plot hole that nobody seemed to be aware of where um, Luke arrives at Cloud City in the X-Wing. And then, of course, leaves on the Falcon. Oh. Okay. Uh-huh. And then, and then in, in Jedi, he's got the X-Wing. And they're like, well, did he get a new one? Because <laughs> then, like, you know, the whole bit with um, him trying to raise it on Dagobah and then him raising it on Octo for Rey, it's not even the same X-Wing lane. Um, but in the comic that takes place between Empire and Jedi, uh, Luke and Lando... That that duo, oh, that duo. Um, head back to Bespin. Um, Lando goes to save Lobot. Uh, Leia goes with him because she doesn't trust him, and <laughs> Luke goes back to find his hand—no, to find his lightsaber—and um, and he doesn't find it. But what his hand? While they're there, huh?
1: his hand? No. No, the lightsaber. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so. You wonder if he had like a, a, like a poster, you know, like, have you seen this hand?
0: <laughs> right. Right. It's like, a, it's, it's, no, he had a blue milk carton and it was said missing on the back. And it's just, just his hand. Yeah. <laughs> it right. Lo- it sort of looks like this one. <laughs> It hands. almost looks like this one, but it's 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 the it's opposite. It's the right hand.
1: Put the thumb on the other side and you pretty much got it a looks, picture. It looks like this one, but the thumb's over here. <laughs> it, it may be holding this. And it's a it may be oh, it's still holding it. <laughs> so ridiculous. Well, it was attached when I lost it. It could be. Look, I spent a fortune on those posters. Can we just run with them? <laughs> oh, man. It's like age progression.
0: <laughs> oh, man. What a mess. Um, so, oh my God. tangent aside, um, when they leave Bespin, he he finds his X-Wing and takes that. So it's the same X-Wing. Gotcha. That he has. Fast. Since, That's very cool. Since, since hope. Um, so yes, um,
1: you know. So it wasn't that, uh, uh, it wasn't Bespin towing that took it away and uh, impounded it. Okay. No, right. no. Bespin cool. Port of Portothar. <laughs> oh man, what a mess. So,
0: <laughs> There's always two. So um, so he arrives on Exegol. Yes. And this uh, forced dyad with their ability to. F- Physically touch each other uh, from great distances comes in super handy when he is confronted by the Knights of Brand. Correct.
1: Yeah, yeah. Who and, I
0: guess feel betrayed by him or something. Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> for as and, uh, for the uh, traveling uh, the traveling troop that they have been for uh, the years that he's been Kylo Ren. Um, that turn obviously was uh, quite jarring for them, no doubt. And you know, doing his best, uh, Han Solo sort of nods as he came down into <laughs> the uh, into Exegol. And again, even in the subtleties of you know, as as I was watching it, and I mean, I missed the the uh, sort of blind shot to the back as he you know hits mm-hmm. the, as the guards as he's coming through. And that, I just love those things. And you know, fan service. I don't even think that it's like the the true. Influence of his father yeah. coming through a a finally almost at peace Ben Solo no more conflict yes. understanding yeah. of where and he's meant to be is
0: he's been conflicted since he was very young yeah yeah and it's and
1: beautiful to see now yes really. yeah. now he's just back to Ben correct and then so like and you're saying that the Force the dyad and the uh, the transferring of the lightsaber just what a what a scene and I mean like I when I was, when I watched it a couple of nights ago, just looking at the, the perfect filming angle of when yes. you know the uh, the emperor is, you know, strike me down, you know, and doing the whole line with, with Ray. Yes. And she lights the saber and puts it behind her, and you cannot see the glow, and you yes. don't know it's coming, and just the amazing and again, I am talking about it and I'm getting goosebumps, just how awesome it was to witness that. Um it's just absolutely fantastic. And then, and then I love
0: the you know the magic trick of him pulling it from behind his back yeah, it's, and he's just like, well, yeah, here, here we go. are. Let's get to work.
1: <laughs> oh, that was so good. And then, uh, that was so good to see that. And then the you know of course then he comes to uh, raise aid and uh, they stand side by side, the dyad again the um the combination of Luke's saber and Leia's saber um, in the rightful hands uh yes. it's just and then of course, as they confront like you said before, you know like at this point, Palpatine for as much trials and tribulations he may have gone through from you know between the literally from the time where he transferred his um sith uh energy from the second death star spoiler by the way, this mm-hmm. is coming from the novelization but you know that's what happened. Is when he went down the shaft after Darth Vader um, threw him down the shaft. That blue energy—it's mm-hmm. presumed, but the, the, was written in the book that he transferred that um, his Sith energy and his being to that vessel, empty vessel, uh, that clone vessel uh, on Exegol, and has been there waiting and sort of planning and and machinating uh, this whole line. I have been waiting. Yes, exactly. So he you know, he had that with him and in part of his plan was to have this dyad in front of him. Uh, I mean I obviously he didn't have he didn't understand the the power of that dyad because even no. he was like surprised, like, oh wow, look what's happening here. This is like fantastic and he's looking yes. down at his fingers and stuff. Um, but that would be uh, you know, the dyad almost of the two lightsabers versus the dyad of of uh, Ray and Ben is what ultimately was his undoing, reflecting his own power back at him.
0: Right. Right. And I think, um, you know, when he flicks uh, Ben into the abyss there, Yeah, um, it's kind of one of those, well, I guess she's on her own. Um, and, you know, it looks terrible for her because she's, um, in the same position Luke was in Return of the Jedi, when she is, you know, at his mercy and knows she's going to lose, as Luke did, and not only that, but your friends are all going to lose, too.
1: Yeah, that's very true, because she's witnessing that's the entire... same
0: tactic that yeah. he used on the on second Death Star, in yep. Return of the Jedi, um, where it's like, you know... It's not even, well, I'm sacrificing myself for the cause and, you know, it's going to mean something. It's,
1: you're going to die for nothing. Yeah. And And so are all your friends. friends Yes. And it's, you know, it's a hedging of the bet of the, you know, I may have the most compelling um, uh, situation. I could be the supreme power in the universe, but just in case, let's put all her friends in peril as well so that she has no ultimate. Uh, no ultimate decision except to do what I need to be done. And, right. Uh, yeah, so uh, she goes through with it. He throws the Force lightning at her. She reflects it, and she melts him like uh, like the priest in uh, Indiana Jones.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. That's true. and Very oh, true. Belloc. Yeah, Belloc. Well, Belloc's Belloc, so. Uh. <laughs> Belloc. Belloc. Um, Belloc. Uh, Belloc, <laughs> Renee Belloc. Um, told you not to trust him,
1: kid. Uh, so,
0: um... yeah. Then you know she she force grabs the other lightsaber. So now mm-hmm. she's got the two. Right, and, right. And gives it literally her everything. Yeah. To spit it back in his face. Yeah. Um, which she does, and yeah. then he um. He dies.
1: Correct. Um, and then uh, <laughs> so does she, shortly thereafter. Huh? And so does she.
0: Well, almost. Yes. Um, and so as she's laying there dying, of course, my hero, Ben Solo, climbs up from, uh, from that very far, long... Painful fall. <laughs> he, like, crashed into stuff and bounced off. It's terrible. He's like yeah. a rag doll.
1: You heard a crack, um, I think, too, on the way down.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping he, like, force jumped up there and didn't have to climb all the way up. because, Or at least, you know, follow, like, sucked. concussion
1: protocol before he got up because, you know, that's that's pretty, you know, yeah, I'm sure. That I don't think he did, though, because he, like, he, he force healed her and then he went to
0: sleep. Yeah. And then what happened? <laughs> He died. So this let this be a lesson to all you kids out there. If you get a concussion, don't go to sleep. Like,
1: let's become one with the
0: force. We're hell. We're no. Don't don't no. Don't give them that option. Some people <laughs> want that. Don't do that. This is. A, I'm a healthcare professional, and I'm telling you, if you get a concussion, don't go to sleep. Seriously, in all seriousness. But um. <laughs> I think he, he he did do that because then he died. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he got a thank you kiss.
1: So this is true.
0: I mean that's that's somewhat misleading, but you know I guess he that that sealed the deal with his redemption
1: arc. I think correct. And you know I it wasn't uh, you know we've talked about it. You and I we talked about it with our wives. You talk about the, everyone. Many many people and the consensus that I get that it was more of a, like you said, thanks, a, you know, a, it, obviously it's more than a kiss on the cheek. There was an affection. There was a um, sort of relationship tension that you could feel from them uh, throughout the building and like the, as they were going through this, but it was less passion, for me at least, less passion and more uh, understanding and the oneness, like that that dyad, that force of like we are meant to be together. And It was more of a, not a celestial I want to say celestial but it was like a very larger than what they were kiss it was like you know it you know it wasn't yeah. a french kiss it wasn't a cheesy you know uh, teen comedy kiss you know it was very very different right
0: and the camera like spins around them and yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> and the music swells right and uh, you know he gets all glittery and like the birds a vampire are
0: singing <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh and then he dies of course because he gave like you said his ultimate redemption um, comes from the act of bringing her back to life or, like, saving her life in the, in the same way she did with him. Yeah. Um, and his arc is complete. And then he obviously lays down. And even in the cadence of that happen, I remember when I first saw it, I had this, like, it was a very dance-like. I felt this yes. movement between yeah. grasp, hold... Ray comes back, looks, smiles, kisses, and then he falls back. And it was very dance-like, yeah. And uh, yes. th- that I think was harder for me at the first viewing to sort of get through. But then I saw more of the subtlety to come in with it, and uh, and especially in and we'll get to Adam Driver's performance very sh- very soon. But seeing those range of emotions on his face was. Unbelievable, and you had no choice but to ride along with it. And it's like, wait a second, how can I go from this to that so quickly? And now he's gone. Yeah. It's like, what? Like, you know, oh my god, I can't believe I just yeah. witnessed what I just witnessed. And uh, what a fantastic and, and, end! And,
0: and you, you almost ache for him to have more time at, you know, at, at being happy.
1: Yes, yes, you know? that smile. It's, yeah. it's,
0: it's all you know. He he has that that redemption he's he's working his way back to you know being good and then he's good for a little bit and then he dies and and you can see him at peace and then he's gone and you're like oh well he deserved better than that even after he killed han solo
1: (laughs) that's a performance that's a performance. <laughs> this is true. If you can come back from killing Han Solo to having feelings for the guy and making, you know, wishing that he had more time. That's fantastic. That's a, that's a feat. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but yeah, what yes. can we say about, uh, Adam Driver? I mean, uh, I, for me, you know, the, as, as an introduction to the character, uh, you know, you see all the, you know, the long black hair and the black outfits and the whole bits. Like I immediately in my age group, uh, emo teen, whatever, you know, like, but obviously within seconds of seeing his character and his performance, it transcended that and really did for me become one of the most compelling, complex, uh, full of depth characters in the entire saga. It was so, he was, Mm what a, what a performance just. Unbelievable! The, the range of emotions that he could pull out and make you believe with the subtle, you know, with subtle facial uh, changes and and, uh, and uh, emotions on the on, on his face is fantastic.
0: Yeah, I was uh, slightly concerned because I had um, heard of his casting and then um, wanted to, you know, do a little research and see what he'd done. So I'd seen some episodes of Girls.
1: Hmm. Gotcha
0: and um and uh i i've only seen a few episodes of girls okay and i think that's enough for me um <laughs> uh, but um there's quite a bit of nudity ah, in, okay. in that show uh and, and then a good, good bit of that is Adam drivers nudity
1: ah, so interesting. um i've never seen it so you know it it, it is what it is
0: and, um, so then in The Last Jedi, when he's shirtless, I'm like, oh no, here we go. I, uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know where this is going, but, uh, better not be going where it went in Girls. Um, <laughs> but, uh, again, like you said, his, his range from, you know, angry emo teen to, you know, being Ben Solo and being good and, and kind and um, and driven with a with a with a almost righteous purpose mm.
1: mm-hmm.
0: was um, was really uh, the, the whole arc was satisfying to watch. And his his subtle performances between the conflicts and the resolution and everything were fantastic.
1: Yeah. Yep, I can't agree more. I mean, it was just, uh, you know, for for him to be, you know, in the top three performances for me as characters in the entire saga, and I'm talking from Anakin all the way through Luke and Leia in the original trilogy. I mean, this this character ranks up there as a as a explored performance. Yeah. Performance, yeah. It's just uh, really hats off to uh to what he did and he he made like you said for someone who killed han solo and to be able to come back from that and make you care for him um even in those split seconds <laughs> that's a that's a pretty big uh that's a pretty that's a pretty big ask
0: <laughs> yeah yeah and uh and he delivered so, yeah uh, yeah you know unfortunately uh he he didn't he didn't get that time so no. uh, you know it's kind of a moot point yeah but you got a five second smile he got you there he got you there <laughs> Oh man, so that is
1: um, that's our Ben Solo bit. Yeah, yeah, from Ben to Kylo back to Ben. Yeah, it's quite, uh, quite the quite uh, the quite the story he's got.
0: Yeah, he's a great arc and and great character and and great actor. Yeah. So there we go. Um. So now that he's um, now that he's out of the picture, we've uh, we've closed the book on his uh, his development. I think. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh huh. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there we go. So, uh, thank you for uh, listening. You can find us on um, our various socials. We have uh, we have Instagram now, of course, uh, Instagram forward slash Conversations, and we've got Twitter at Suations. and we're also on uh, Facebook at uh, Facebook.com forward slash Conversations. We have our website Conversations.com where we throw up different pictures and and some uh, cosplay and some different uh luke foolery and uh han jinks that we get up I to think. yeah if you can also uh if you enjoy the episode please leave us a review a rate and review and uh we actually got a review from uh big t and little t which is uh todd's oh, yes. yeah. yeah they left us a wonderful review so thank you very much for that and uh those types of reviews are very helpful for us and everyone else that you may listen to Uh, Lots of podcasts uh, live off those reviews and those search results, and it certainly helps us and helps everyone else as well. So thank you very much for that. And uh, yeah, and with that... Until next time, force will be with you always.